Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. What you're about to experience is a free, worldwide interactive broadcast from Ontario, Canada. We broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Get your questions in. Join the community chat room at www.category5.tv or email us at live at category5.tv. And now, let's begin. Here's your host, Robbie Ferguson. Welcome to episode number 248 of Category 5 Technology TV, Tuesday, June the 19th, 2012. Nice to see you. Greetings, everyone. I'm Robbie. I'm Hillary. Hello. And we're going to rock your world with awesomeness. Blow your minds. Show. You won't even and be able to handle it. This is going to be pretty cool. What are we going to do tonight? I think Hillary's going to... Uh, have you ever worked with hardware before? I want to say work with hardware for the first time. Yeah, that's accurate. That's Some, really accurate. Something actually. we haven't done in a, in a while here on the show is is actually get our hands dirty, get into uh, mm-hmm. computer hardware. And tonight we're going to actually be installing that liquid cooling system that you yeah, and I unboxed last week. Right. So very excited about that. We're going to be doing it in real time. No sped up fast motion stuff. So get ready for a very slow and boring process <laughs> with prizes at the end. Prizes, prizes. Yes. No, it's going to be really exciting. Very cool. I want to show everybody how easy it is to upgrade your computer. Because if I can do it, that means anyone can do it. She said it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> she but said it's it. true. It's 100% true. Ah, oh, dear me. So there you have it. How's there your week you going? Have it. Just fabulous. Yeah. We're doing pretty good in Barrie. We're surviving, yes. but uh, it's a little Do you have air conditioning in the car? Sometimes. Okay. So uh, it's a pretty painful day today here in Barrie. Yeah. Like 43 degrees C. Which translates to? 110 degrees F. Brutal. Yeah. It's kind of warm out there. Look at my hair. It's gone crazy. It's like... <laughs> I kind of like your hair tonight. It's, oh it's like it's a little crazy. bit wavy and curly. A little wild. It's nice. <laughs> I was so jealous. I wanted it for myself. I said, Fabio. You did. <laughs> Fabio. Yeah. Get a little yeah, fan and just show. let it kind of blow in the wind. Beautiful. Speak with an accent. It'd <laughs> be good. Or weird. Or crazy. Nice to see everybody in the chat room. It's been nice uh, this week. Lots of people have been joining me in the chat room as well. Just to say hi. Hey, Jameson in there tonight. Smitty Smith. Dwayne. Good to see you. TikTok. Mm -hmm. Old guy Jim. Always a pleasure. (laughs) Mathman47 just joined us as well. I see Scott there. VK7HSE. Nice to see you. Yeah, Dwayne's joining us for the first time tonight. Oh, sweet. Welcome. Where are you from? Thank you for joining us. That yeah. means a lot to us. We love having people join from all over the place. And yeah, where are you from? We want to know. Hey, Emil, 1976. I live in... Oh, good guy says he lives in Warren, Dwayne. Oh, well, that's ironic. Dwayne is from uh, Pontiac, Michigan. Cool. Welcome. Nice to have you here. Greetings. That's pretty sweet. We do love having everyone from all over the world join us. We sure do. Uh, We have, let's see, Razor62 says it's their second time joining us tonight, and it is the the bomb. Bomb diggity, I'd go as far to say. Yes. (laughs) She went up to you there, Razor. Bomb diggity. That was like quagmire meets Razor. Hmm. Bomb diggity. There you have it. Yeah. Hey, what you got coming up in the news? So much coming up. And let me tell you a little something, something. Adobe's latest Flash Player is crashing what? on Firefox, on Uh-oh. Windows Vista, and 7. The U.S. has reclaimed the top spot for the world's fastest supercomputer. Hey! 
Voyager 1 could soon become the first man-made object to cross into interstellar space. No way. And lastly, Microsoft has unveiled its own line of tablet computers. So stick around, because these stories are coming up later in our show. Awesome. Hill, so good to see you. Thank you. Postcards. Hey, look, I love to receive your postcards. And we've been talking over the past couple weeks. We mentioned it last week. Kind of hinted that we've got some contests coming up that people who have sent some postcards will will be able to participate in. So we're actually holding off. We're going to give away a a Magic Jack this week. Ooh, cool. I'm going to hold off for a week or two just to give you a chance. Get your postcard in the mail. Because we are going to be taking your qualifications not only by the phone but also by postcard. So you can give us a call, uh, (laughs) 254-522-8588. It gets confusing. It's 254-5-CAT5-TV. That's easy. That's easy. That's really easy. That's one way to qualify. Tell us how, uh, what you want a Magic Jack for, why you want a free year of phone service from Category 5, and also send your postcard which I think is a cool way to participate. Category 5 Technology TV. Hillary, I'll let you uh, tell them how to send that in. I will certainly tell you. You can do so by sending it to P.O. Box 29009, Barrie, Ontario. And, of course, we are in Canada, L4N7W7. Awesome. So by sending in their postcard, is it just their name like with their message their normal mm-hmm. message and their name will be entered into the draw well there's a little yeah well there's a little secret about when you send a postcard is that you probably have a return address on there and what happens if all of a sudden something gets returned to your address such as a magic oh, jack so in like a year supply surprise. of well, unless you're unless you just happen to be watching that week and catch that uh, yours was drawn <laughs> from course. the hat sweet yeah so we're working on you know building up that repertoire or that stack of uh postcards so we really really love to receive those also if you have a mobile device we always say hey visit our mobile website m.cat5.tv and uh, there's some pretty cool features there specifically designed for mobile users cool yeah so if people miss any of this information it is course on the website sure is Category5.tv. Easy peasy. So she's That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just in case. There was some concern in the chat room, but if you miss anything... You can back it up, flip it back, rewind. Yeah, play it backwards. Play it in slow-mo. <laughs> or just look online. Easy peasy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got to take a really quick break. We've got a lot to cover tonight, and uh, with that, a little bit of a system uh, modification with the liquid cooling system that Hillary is going to be helping me install, uh, we do need to really rock the uh, first bit of the show. So get your questions in live at Category5.tv. Join us in the chat room. It's Category5 on Freenode, and we will be right back after this. At EcoAlkalines, we believe you should be able to trust your batteries not just here, but here, here, and here. But with one exception, you should also be able to trust your batteries here. EcoAlkalines are the world's first and only certified carbon-neutral battery manufactured to the highest standards of recycling and quality, without any trace amounts of harmful chemicals like mercury, lead, or cadmium. EcoAlkalines provide performance that rivals leading national alkaline battery brands at a comparable price. Find out more about the EcoAlkalines difference. EcoAlkalines.com 
You are watching Category 5 Technology TV, and we are a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. And the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Thanks, Hill. No problem. Loads of viewer questions have uh, arrived this week. We're going to dive right into those. And uh, Hillary's ready. Now, I've, I've got a bit of a weak voice tonight, and some people are mentioning, hey, you sound kind of goofy tonight. So <laughs> Hillary may have to like suddenly uh, start doing a song and dance or something. Hey, I can but, handle that. Yeah, okay. Perfect. Speaking of song and dance, I heard something about you being up on the big stage. Oh, what yeah. What is that about? So, okay, let's just do a little show and tell here. Mm. Well, not showing, but I'll tell. You mean there's video? I We're going to get our okay, hands on Okay, I don't... All right. Anyway, so <laughs> I was in an all-girl band. Okay. And One we, hit wonder or... We, yeah. yeah, it was like a one-time thing. Okay. And we were competing in a battle of bands competition. Cool. And we didn't get last, so that was a That's personal a victory, yeah. I'd okay. say. But yeah, it was pretty hilarious. And we had on like kind of spandex pants and bright neon shirts, and our hair was like wild and crazy. So this was like 20 years ago that you did this? No, this was like two weeks ago we did this. Oh, okay. Channeling. Oh, you're bringing it back. I see. Channeling. I see. The 80s. What, are, what were you playing? Um, a three-chord piano. Yeah, dun, like dun. power keyboard. Nice. Yes. Nice. That was my job. <laughs> so it was pretty, pretty crazy, but yeah, and funny. I wish I had pictures for you, Andrew, um, and chat room. Well, we're gonna have to, uh, we're gonna have to hound her for that. We'll see what we can find. Mm. Yep. Thanks. No problem. Well, There's a little insight into my life. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't place in the top three, but we did get last. Loads of bands though, so, in, in a competition yeah, like that. I mean. Yeah, can't win them all. It was more for fun. <laughs> it was more for fun and mm -hmm. ex like just for last, but also just getting some of our songs out there. Yeah, Great. it was pretty wild. Cool. So yeah, there you have it. Can't wait to see the pictures. <laughs> I hope um, to find some video. Maybe you never know. <laughs> you just never know. Anyways, moving along. All right. Quite quickly, getting another topic off me. Dun, dun, da, da. Robert Grzynski writes, Hi, Robbie and Hillary. I uh, recently upgraded my computer and wanted to be able to control the fan speed and when the fans come on. Okay. This is easily done in Windows by changing the BIOS setting. <laughs> the BIOS setting. Hmm. And running some software that came with the motherboard. I want to do the same thing in Ubuntu as I don't want all the fans running full speed mm. all the time. Yeah. Do you have any ideas on software that can do this under Linux? Well, Keep up the great work. Love the show. Look forward to watching every week. Thank yeah. you, Robert, from Melbourne, Australia. Robert, um, and now what I tend to do, and yeah, you can usually set sp uh, fan speeds in your BIOS. It might have like two fan control or something like that. Yeah, I tend to uh, I tend to do that myself. My systems here, I actually I put a uh, like a little dial so that you can actually control it manually because I like to have that kind of crazy control. Um, the risks of allowing software to do it for you is that um, sometimes it's been known that there could be a bug, and, and it happens on any system, where the fans would just shut off or wouldn't come back on after spinning down or wouldn't come back up and would cause some overheating. So I don't, tr I don't personally trust software to do my management for me. I use a little dial, um, which you can buy and you can put it in line with your fan. Uh, some fans even have it built in. Um, what you can use though, uh, there's something called ThinkFan if you've got a compatible system. It was originally built for the IBM ThinkPads. I'm going to bring up Synaptic Package Manager here. 
Think fan. There it is. Fan control. Uh, here's the thing. It was designed for the ThinkPads, but it supports many different systems. Some people will tell you that's the way to go. Uh, but really what I would tend to do, that's, that's kind of an easy way because it's, it's a pretty decent GUI. What I would do is probably go with uh, LM sensors. Uh, and it has uh, fan control software. So LM, I think it's dash, yeah, LM dash sensors. Hardware health monitoring package for Linux. It's got fan speed sensors and fan control. I think fan control actually comes with it. Maybe not. It's a separate package. This package contains a daemon that calculates fan speed from temperatures and sets the corresponding PWM output uh, to the computed values. So this is what I'm talking about. Software which will automatically you know, allow, uh, let your fans spin up and spin down and run at 100%, run at 40%, but can be dangerous. Let me see if I can find a website for you. It's a little complicated to get set up, and I hate to say that because uh, it's, it's not always something that you can just install mm. and it's up and running. LM sensors sometimes takes a little bit of work to get exactly where you want it to go. Uh, Cat5.tv slash fan control. I'm going to link that to a forum post. goes back a little ways, but it is still viable information. LM sensors is a long-standing application. And they go into, I mean, they start with the disclaimer, hey, by the way, this can ruin your hardware, right? So keep that in mind. Like I say, my preference is to personally have control over the fans. Mm -hmm. I'll trust my BIOS if it if it has some some ability to um, control the fan to a certain degree. Sometimes you can set it like to a threshold that you know never goes below sixty percent, but can go down to that. Mm. If your BIOS doesn't support that, um, my preference is the manual dials, but you could also try that. Cat5.tv slash fan control will take you to the forum thread about fan control, which is part of LM sensors. And, and I say it's a little complex. It's not, uh, it looks like they're really well laid out. It's more just, it's one of those things, that's one of those things, Robert, that really is much easier to set up in Windows. I hate to say it, because, but it is true. <laughs> it's like some, some things... And, and partially the reason for that is manufacturers who build the motherboards and, you know, mm -hmm. they have the fan control, um, you know, the, the headers on the motherboard. Those motherboard manufacturers typically, what do they do? They release software for Windows so that when you install Windows, you pop in the motherboard disk and it installs the software to control it. Well, on Linux, it's not that it's hard to do and it's not that it's Linux's fault, but I haven't, uh, you know, does your manufacturer carry a disk that gives it to you. Hmm. Invincible Mutant just installed uh, fan control and is saying that uh, it says that there's no configuration file found. And that's because you need to set up LM sensors. So an LM sensors basically detects all your CPUs, your uh, and that's your cores, right? Your, your fans, all that stuff, uh, if your hardware is compatible. So you need to set that up first. And that thread, cat5.tv slash fan control, will help you do that. But do heed the warnings. Do keep in mind, always when you're relying on software, keep a close eye, okay? I even bought, uh, I have software that controls my liquid cooling system in one of my servers. Mm. And I bought an inline little spinning thing 
just so that I could visually see that oh. the thing is actually pumping water because you can't really see through the tube if it's actually working, if it spins it down. Hmm. So I can look at it and I can see that it's spinning. So with a fan, it's easy. Just look at it. Make sure that it's working. <laughs> is it spinning? Yes, yes or no? Yes or no. Stick a pencil in it, and <laughs> if it cuts it up, then it's, it's probably working. working. Yeah. And you got pencil guts everywhere, <laughs> all over your system. All over That's your great. system. Yay! All right, give that Hope a that whirl. Helps, Robert. Yeah. Let us know how it goes. I actually have another question here, dun, great. Dun, 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 pertaining, well, kind of a response into last week's question coming to us from John Crisp. Hey, Robbie and crew, thanks hey, for answering my no sound issue in 12.04. ICH-AC97 was the answer. Yay, we got it. Yay, victory. I'm one for ten. <laughs> yes. I don't know if that's a real stat, but that's good. Sounds legit. Thanks for letting us know. All right, yeah. I would say better than that, actually. Not <laughs> one would, in ten. I would Never mind. Better. I meant better. I would hope better. <laughs> better statistic than that. Still, I'm just going to keep uh, going. Okay. Okay, so we fixed uh, it. We didn't break it. That's yay, a good thing. Yay, victory. Yeah. Uh, in watching you do that, you went to settings and did the change. All my settings are grayed out since the OS is installed, so no changes were allowed. I had to reinstall Ubuntu. Oh, no. No problem. It all oh, works okay. fine. Thanks. So that wasn't an issue. If it's grayed out, it means you forgot step one, which is shut down the Ubuntu system. Hmm. Because if your virtual machine is running, you can't change the CPU or the sound card. It's, think of it like a physical computer. If the computer's on, what would happen if you pulled yeah, out the sound card out. and put in a different sound card? Makes sense. Right? <laughs> now, we don't have that electrical impulse to, to fry the system, but how would Windows as a guest respond if you suddenly pulled out a CPU? Wouldn't handle it very well. Makes sense. So, yeah. So shut down your system first, and then you wouldn't have had to reinstall. But very glad that, uh, that you got it working. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. So I guess that wasn't a question. Sorry, but cool. no, that was but good, good that you clarified I, I love, about the love hearing from you. graying out bit. That makes sense. So mm. good clarification. All right, another question from a different Robert, Robert Magnetta. Uh -huh. It's the last week it was Robbie and Robbie, and this week it's Robert, Robert, Robert and Robbie. It's just a, we got the band going it's on. A great boys. name. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Good evening, Robbie and team. My question for this evening might be a bit advanced by what I would like to look at. Okay. Um, is at using the example produced in episode 245 I have created with CSS um, I've created a site okay. with a colored text area wait what was 245 245 you figure that out Category 5.tv scroll down Pause a couple question let's rewind a little 245, 245 was the web developers toolkit with Crystal okay. Wells okay yeah back this. We talked so, about divs and rounding the edges and doing a gradient in the background. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, here we go. I've created a site with a color text area. Is there a way of setting this to a wrap text within the area of this text area? I would also like to keep the design like a template and only change the text within this area as the user clicks between menu options. Hmm. I would think this box may need to include a scroll option if in the future the text is to extend beyond the bottom limit. Of the text area. Regards from Robert. Okay, Does that make Robert. Sense? Yeah, I, I think okay? so. I hope I read that okay. So we've we've created a div and you've placed some text in it. Let's let's see. I'm going to see if I can bring up sure. the file. It's 013 on the demo server. Let's uh, let's, let's edit that file. See, see what's going on here. Okay. Demo dot cat. 
I think it's category. Yeah, cat five. Demo.cat5.tv slash 013 was where we were at that point. So that's what we did. Mm -hmm. So I think what, what you've done then is you've taken my hello there and let's let's use lips uh, lorem ipsum lipsum.com is one that i tend to use cuz it's just real quick grab a whole bunch of jargon text and paste it in there and i think this is what's happening to you right just gets extended mm -hmm. now you'll remember that i actually made it so that my overflow was hidden so you see how it's actually getting cut off there if you didn't specify overflow hidden, what's going to happen is, is the text is going to, see that? I specified it right there in the div. I'm going to remove that, and I'm going to change my color to gray. That way, you can see the text extending beyond the box. There we go. So I think that's what's happening to you. So what you can do in that case, and the text isn't blurry, that's just because I've got a text shadow on it that's also a gray kind of color. So, Robert, what you can do in a case like this, so you've got this div, and of course you've specified the width that's probably wider and taller than the one that I've got, but what you can do is specify in your div, which I've called green BG, we're going to do this, overflow colon auto. Okay? You remember I had overflow hidden, and that's going to hide anything that goes outside. If it's overflow auto, you'll see that it's actually created a scroller and now I'm actually scrolling the text within ah, this box. Yes. And it doesn't extend outside of that box. So that again, and now this box is specified, the sizes are specified within my CSS. You see it's width and height, okay? But the way that we add that scroll bar and keep it from getting outside of that box is overflow colon auto, and then a semicolon at the end wraps up the command, which is CSS. Hope that helps. I think that's what you're looking for. So makes sense to me. Yeah. Sounds good. What else sounds good to me is I think going into the news because I have a lot going on here. I'd you like have a to feeling share that with it's going to be pretty intense, eh? So pitter Take patter, let's get her. Hillary. Here are the top stories from the Category Five TV Newsroom. As far as we are aware, Adobe has yet. Um, been able to fix a problem which has left many Firefox users unable to watch Flash video online. An update to the Flash Player software 11 days ago has been causing the Firefox browser to crash. The problem uh, was said to be affecting users of the browser who have been using Windows Vista or Windows 7. In a statement, Mozilla said, Adobe and Mozilla are working closely to diagnose and address these issues. It added that Firefox users experiencing problems viewing videos in Flash Player um, should try some workarounds, including uh, downgrading Adobe software. No other browsers or operating systems have been affected um, yet by this problem. Hmm. Hmm. So Linux is okay. Interesting. Very interesting, I'd say. Hmm. <laughs> IBM Sequoia? Sequoia? Is that how you say that? Yeah. We don't know. Sequoia <laughs> has taken the top spot on the list of the world's fastest supercomputers for the U.S. The newly installed system trumped Japan's K computer made by Fuji, Fu Fujitsu. Fujitsu. 
which fell to second place. It is the first time the U.S. can claim pole position since it was beaten by China two years ago. The computer is capable of calculating in one hour what would take, or sorry, otherwise uh, would take 6.7 billion people using hand calculators 320 years to complete. What? That is wild. I'll say that again, because that's crazy. This computer can compute in one hour what it would take 6.7 billion people to do using 300, or everyone had a calculator, it would take them 320 years. I can't even say it. That's how complex that is. 6.7 million, no, billion billion of us sitting there pounding our calculator 24-7. For 320 years. For 320 years. And it can do this in an hour. I can't even compute that sentence, let alone this. The computer could have computed it in less time. Probably a second. Not even. Less. Okay. Anyways, Maybe we should pound our calculators for 320 years and find out how long it would have taken. It's just, it hurts my brain thinking about it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that's just a wild, wild statistic. A calculation that took three full days to compute on the thinking machines in 1993 today can be done in less than one second on the Sequoia. Wow. Sequoia is 1.55 times faster than the Fujitsu model and uses over 1.5 million processors. <whistles> crazy. Technology's crazy. Amazing. Oh, just wild. Scientists are working on Voyager 1. Oh, the scientists who are, work, who are working on Voyager 1 are receiving further data suggesting the probe is close to crossing into interstellar space. Check out this picture if you're not really sure what that means. That's That's wild. interstellar space. I can't believe that. The, like, in reality, this is actually, it's almost, I mean, that's not a picture, obviously, but an artist rep- representation. Diagram. There's, there's the sun. Yep. And... The you know the magnetic fields around it and the kind of protective balloon bubble that is around it, and interstellar space, which nobody has ever it's experienced. <laughs> not in real life, anyway. In no. the movies. Yes. On the TV shows. Wild. We're on our way, people. <laughs> the NASA mission, which launched uh, from Earth in uh, 1977, could leave our solar system at any time. It is now detecting a sharp rise in the number of high-energy particles hitting it from distant exploded stars. The observation was predicted and is um, another indication that the Voyager will soon reach its historic Goal. Ed Stone is a Voyager project scientist at the California Institute of Technology in Pasadena. He says, The laws of physics say that someday Voyager will become the first human-made object to enter interstellar space. But we still do not know exactly when that someday will be. The latest data indicate that we are clearly in a new region where things are changing more quickly. It is very exciting. We are approaching the solar system's frontier. Voyager 1 is traveling at about 17 kilometers per second, which is 38,000 miles per hour, and is almost 18 billion kilometers from Earth. The vast separation means a signal from the probe takes more than 16 and a half hours to arrive at NASA's receiving network. That's crazy. That's amazingly fast, though. 18 billion kilometers away, and it only takes 16 hours to get here. It's pretty crazy, though. So pictures, probably... uh, telemetry and information any, about what it's detecting. Is just that's wild. I'm surprised it's still working if it was sent up yeah. in 77. And technology has changed a lot since then. Quite incredible. 
goes on to say that Voyager 1 and 2's initial goal was to survey the outer planets such as Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Uranus, and Neptune, a task they completed in 1989. They were then dispatched towards deep space and in the general direction of the center of our Milky Way galaxy. Their plutonium power sources will stop generating electricity in about 10 to 15 years, at which point their instruments and transmitters will then just die. Wow. 1977 it was sent out. Yeah. And you think about how technology has changed these days. That Incredible. We have more powerful computers in this. That bad boy, then. Than probably operates that entire system. It's pretty crazy. What would happen if they sent one up today? Like, But it would take forever to get there. That's the thing. Um, yeah, and then by the time... But would the data be more informative Maybe. or... Who knows, eh? But that's Wait, wild. See. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. And lastly... Microsoft has unveiled Surface, its own family of tablets. The touchscreen computers will be powered by its upcoming Windows 8 system and contain a choice of Intel or uh, ARM-based processor. It allows the firm to challenge Apple's best-selling iPad with a device that can run standard Windows um, applications such as Microsoft Office and Adobe Photoshop. Pretty cool. Neat stuff. You can get these full stories online at category5.tv slash newsroom. The category dot, category, the category5.tv <laughs> newsroom is researched by Rory W. Nash with contributions from our stellar community of viewers. If you hear of an awesome groovy story you think is worthy of on-air mention, send us an email at newsroom at category5.tv. From the newsroom, I'm Hillary. That's her. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Thanks, Hill. Tonight, our show is brought to you in part by GardengateFarms.com. For certified organic broccoli sprout and wheatgrass juice, visit them online, GardengateFarms.com. Also, Hillary, you know we had some really major power issues here in Barrie today. I don't know if it's because everyone's got their air conditioners cranked or what. No, it's the weather. Is that the, what, it just gets warm and so there's stuff starts surging? No, thunderstorms. Really? I didn't hear any. Really? Well, we're oh. down here. Oh, it's happening, people. I counted six big power surges here at the studio this afternoon. Crazy. Six. I only had two. And yet, this time around, I don't know if you noticed, but everything's working. The lights are on. The lights are on. They never went off. <laughs> Even through all that, everything around me went crazy, but the studio was safe. And that, of course, Ooh, is me. thanks largely in part to our official electrical sponsor, Quartery Electric. If you need electrical work done in the Barrie to Aurelia kind of area or anywhere kind of, you know, in that proximity or uh, circumference, give them a call, all right? It's Quartery Electric. They do wonderful work. And, of course, they have uh, saved our studio on countless, yes, countless thankfully. times. Thank you. The great work that they do. <laughs> yeah. How do I know that there were power surges? Well, the studio here is protected. We're on separate circuits, mm -hmm. which is, uh, of course, thanks to Quartery Electric, we have dedicated power to the studio. So these lights are powered by a different circuit, different battery backups, everything, than everything else in the place. So we also have a ceiling light. I don't know if you on Backstage Pass can see Maybe that. Maybe you can see it. I don't know. Can you see it? Yeah. But there is a ceiling light, and it will burst bulbs. <laughs> during a power surge. <laughs> oh, that's great. So you can tell. you know, And the air conditioner's on, so we can tell. Because it goes off. Yeah. Funny. But we're good. Yeah. Knock on wood. We're doing all right here. Doing awesome. Hey, last week we unboxed the coolest thing. Thermal Takes Water 2.0. We did, we did. Self-contained. Really super fantastic. And you're going to actually install this puppy. Oh, well. Last week. There you go. 
Last week we Speaking took a look one. at the Pro Edition. There are three levels. There's the Pro, the Performer, and the Extreme. Not in that order. It goes oh. Performer, Pro, Extreme. Extreme is like double the size radiator with, with four fans. Hmm. I think it's four fans, yeah, if it's Crazy. got in and out, but double the size. This one is the Pro, so it's quite a thick radiator. What we're going to do is we're going to open up the Performer, and the reason that we're going to install the Performer tonight is because we're going to install this in a system which doesn't actually have a spot for a 120 millimeter fan. Hmm. So we're going to actually, I'm going to have to mod the side of the case just a little bit. But you'll see what's different about this one as we unbox it for the first time is the size of the highly efficient radiator. Oh. Okay. Space so this is, efficient? Yeah. Yeah, it takes up less space. But you're going to get a couple degrees better hmm. with the Pro Edition. But, of course, if space is an issue or cost, this starts at $80 for the Performer Edition. It goes up to about $109 for the Pro Edition. And then if you like the Extreme, it's about $120, $129. So this is the one we're going to actually put in the system today just because of the space in the system. Okay. So let's. There we go with a real fancy unboxing. Look at all this stuff. Look at all this stuff. So much. Wow. Just everywhere. It's everywhere. You got a manual. Read the manual. Uh, you probably want to just make sure, for Jot's sake, just see if there are any washers that need to be installed. Very, very important to Jot. Some sort of inside joke here. Some sort of inside joke. I don't joke. know what's happening. John knows what's happening. Okay, I'm going to move this this one aside. Okay. Now, if you've ever seen water cooling before, you're probably used to seeing this kind of thing. Fill it up. Let it evaporate. Mm -hmm. Let it run. Hope to fill it up before it is empty again. Hope not to spill it into the inside of your computer. <laughs> All everything else. Yeah. Can be a mess. Can be a problem. You can forget to fill it, or it can get dirty or evaporate. Hmm. This one is entirely self-contained. The whole line That's of Water cool. 2.0 from Thermaltake. Uh, you can find them at uh, cat5.tv slash water. Hmm. Check that out. Now, it's got mounting brackets for every type of processor, be it AMD or Intel. You've got what you need. There we go. Okay. I'm going to move the fans aside because sure. we're not going to need those right away. Just yet. No, not just yet. All right. We are going to be working with an AMD system. So we're going to get the AMD mounting bracket. There we go. Okay. The ring adapter to clip it. This is Intel here. So we'll set that one aside. We're not going to need that. A couple of screws, some miscellaneous stuff. I'll just kind of set this over here so that sure. you can work with that. And a fan Y adapter to give us a couple extra ports. Okay. You ready? I think so. I'm a okay. little nervous. I've never... I'd like to clarify... I've never done this before. That's the best time to do it. Exactly. We want to see if, you know, if this can be done. Because By really, like me. the idea is, is that upgrading your system doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be a frightening thing to do. And it doesn't have to be something that you necessarily always have to have a professional to do. Now, of course, it's good to have a professional do work for you because they are going to have, you know, the experience. True. Uh, but here, you can watch it on the show and learn a little bit about it. First thing we want to do is ground ourselves. So with your computer plugged in, we would just touch a uh, metal component of the computer that is unpainted. So ground yourself. Just touch that. There you go. That's all there is to it. You've discharged all your electrical impulses. Mm -hmm. 
No more. No more zapping. Okay. We're going to stand up here. Okay. Backstage pass. Hey, how you doing? All right. So, this cable here is the power for your uh, motherboard. Looks like a 12 volt. Okay, so we're just going to kind of set that aside. Sure. This is the big power right here, 24 pin. This is your RAM, so this is the temporary memory for it. This is your hard drive where all your data is stored. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cable for your external hard drive and things like that. So this CPU fan, it, it, it can come up and it can be replaced very easily. What we can do is just push down on that. I'll let you do it, Hill. Push down on that and you'll see that it kind of oh. clicks. I'm scared. I don't want to break it. How Let's far see. down do I push? <laughs> I lied. Pull up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The there you go. Now, very carefully, and being mindful of these little guys, these are called capacitors. And if you ever bump one of those real hard, it's going to actually disconnect from the motherboard, and that can be a really bad thing. And then you're going to have all kinds of crashing and stuff, and not really know why. So now you can see what I'm doing, Hillary. Yes, I'm just kind of just pulling that away bit. very gently, and you can do that. And as you do that, you can lift up the fan almost like a on a hinge. Oh, there you go. Da, 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 da. So just unhook it from there. Uh-oh, I'm a little stuck on something. Pull it out first. That oh. metal part, yeah. Sorry, world. I'm no, this is good. And and you can see that uh, <laughs> I'm you, trying you just to be fragile because I'm scared. I don't want to break this. You you simply you, you know, you you be gentle with it. Okay. Never be forceful with your computer system. I'm having difficulty. Sure. May you uh, Let me show you intervene? Again, yeah. So pull this here, out. I'm going to just kind of pull out the metal pull so that it's clip. away from the uh -oh. from the mounting bracket. And then I can kind of lift that up like a hinge. Now there's one on the other side. Oh, dear me. So if you just push it over this way, it's going to actually come right up. Oh, dear. Okay. So there's our CPU fan that we're going to be replacing. The cable here is what powers the fan. Just push that a little bit on an angle and pull up. Clip it. Yeah, we got to get the clip out. It's a little bit hard. Just be, again, very careful with your motherboard. Oops, I can hold this. This one's real tough. There we go. There okay. we go. So I'll, I'll do that bit. Thank you. There we are. Thermal compound. And you can see that it has left some really gross residue on the CPU. And even doing that, we've got a little bit of dust. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give that a little bit of a blow just with my mouth without spitting. <laughs> just to get some of that up. Okay. Now we've got some cotton makeup removers. These are lint-free, so nice and safe. And what we can do is we're just going to wipe off as much of that thermal compound Look as we can. Look how clean okay. that is. I'll do the dirty work. Okay. <laughs> Don't touch it because it's it's very sticky. It's hard to get off. It's like a grease, right? Interesting. It's a thermal compound, and what it does is it it creates a nice thermal connection for your CPU fan, so that you have a really good. Um, it's it's to give you a good thermal connection to the heatsink, so you've got a nice even heat dissipation across the processor. I would suggest. You don't have to use makeup removing pads. <laughs> and these are, of course, you know, non-wet ones. These are not oxy pads. No. <laughs> these are dry, just cotton pads. You can use cotton balls. Just be careful that there's no residual. Paper fluff. towel will leave yeah. yeah, paper towel will leave fluff. 
You can also get like blue shop towels that are quite good. There we go. Nice and clean. Beautiful. That looks marvelous. Okay. So now keep in mind that we don't want to touch that. The surface of that, if you get a fingerprint on it, is that's a bad thing. Okay. okay? So I'll let you sure. pull this over. Here we go. You can unbag that. And again, we don't want to touch the surface yes. of the heat sink, yeah. okay? which you can see has thermal compound on it. All right? So, so let's look at our mounting hardware and what we need to do. Certainly. This is where time will be a factor, so I'll just help with this yes, a little bit. If you pass me the screwdriver that. there. Okay. Phillips screwdriver. You'll see Phillips screw holes all over your motherboard. And what we're going to do is we're going to loosen off the motherboard because we have to install mounting hardware to be able to mount this uh, the mm -hmm. CPU uh, heat sink. Okay. You want to give it a go? Work your way around there. Unscrewing so things? Yeah. All these screws around the edge. These I can are, do that. These are literally... They're mounting the uh, the motherboard by these screws to the chassis, the computer case. Okay, here you are. So, so there's one there. Yeah. And you want to use two hands so that if it ever slips, you've got a little bit of a hold on the base of the screwdriver. <laughs> Pardon me, as well. <clears throat> so Hillary's just working her way around the motherboard here. Okay. Once it feels like it's out... There you oh go. Dear. It is definitely out. Okay, there's another one there. It's out and it fell. You want to go straight down on it. You don't want to be on an angle. This is... A, oh, dear. Can you get it over there a little bit? There, that's pretty good. Oh, my head's in the shot. <laughs> Whoops. I it's all good. Face plant. Oops, not quite. Do, 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 do. Oh, dear. Okay, it's out, it's so that's out. good. Yep, next one. All right, sorry world, as I do this, but it must be done. And of course we use the motherboard that has 30 screws instead of the one that has five. There's two there. I think that's the last of them. Beauty. Just marvelous. Chat room, I've got you up there on the screen, so if you have any questions for us, Category 5 on Freenode. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Tonight we're installing the Thermaltake Water 2.0 liquid cooling system, which you can find at cat5.tv slash water. What's really cool about this liquid cooling system is that it's entirely self-contained. Right. So there's nothing that... Uh, uh, no liquid that could spill out that could evaporate. Now you'll see that this particular heat sink mount has a couple of screws that I need to remove here. Four screws to get rid of the old heatsink mount. So that's for that stock fan that comes with the computer. Usually the stock fans do a pretty poor job of cooling your system well. So if you have a stock fan in your computer, you can increase performance and uh, also uh, extend the life of your computer by installing a liquid cooling system. Water 2.0 makes it great because, like I say, no chance of any uh, liquid spill or anything like that. So let's pick up these screws that are still on the board. I'm just going to get my fingers in here very gently. Oops, this one's a tad... Yeah. It's kind of in the corner there. Maybe once we lift up All the right. thing, it'll be... Okay, so what I'm going to do is very gently, again, be mindful of the capacitors. You don't want to break any of those off. No, definitely not. You can remove the cables if necessary. In my case, I think we're going to get away with it without in this particular motherboard. 
but it, we may need to pull some of these cables off. So, you want to use, you know, some of the uh, more solid components. Don't get a hold of any capacitors or anything yeah. like that. I've got my hand actually under the motherboard here, and I'm very gently just moving the cables aside, being mindful that I'm not catching on anything. This here, there's not a lot of slack, so I'm just going to loosen that off. And what we actually want to do here, Hillary, is we want to add a new mounting bracket so that we can add the liquid cooling system. You'll see what's catching here is my hard drive cable. It's a very short little oh, six inch. I see. So that tells me I need to remove that. Okay. Again, be very gentle. I'm I take my time with this kind of stuff because I don't like I don't like to take risks well, with possibly not. breaking something. And we're on live TV, and that would be kind of embarrassing. Yeah, to like, snap oh, a motherboard snap. in half. Yeah, so you gotta take your time, be gingerly with it, I suppose you could say. That wasn't coming off the motherboard, so I disconnected it from the hard drive. Okay, so get those cables out of the way. like a puzzle. I know. See, this is something too, folks, is that this is a kind of a mini, really cramped quarters case. I hope for your sake that you're not dealing with this. It's very, very cramped. Notice I'm unplugging a couple things. I know what they are. Hard drive, CD-ROM, and an ESATA port. Okay. That's really all we need to do. Now I'm reaching underneath here, Hill, mm -hmm. and I'm just pulling out the original the old, mounting hardware. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to kind of back up. I'll show you what you have in your hands here sure. if you want to hold it into I the can frame. Show okay, so this is the, the mounting hardware pieces. for the actual heat sink. Okay, mm -hmm. so we're going to set this stuff aside here. Yep. This is what's going to replace what we just pulled out. Gotcha. Okay? Being mindful again not to touch the surface of the processor, what I want you to do is get up underneath here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to feed this in I so see, that it yep. fits through those they holes. Line up perfectly. Okay, so I'm going to give that to you. Sure. Okay. There we go. Okay, so was it well aligned? Whoops, it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. There's one. There's two. There's three. There's four. Okay. Perfect. Okay. okay so we see how swap. that's done. Yep. So I just wanted to show you how easy that is to get that, that in. That is easy. Okay. So now that you've done that once, you know kind of the positioning. What we're going to do, I'm going to take it right off again. And now you'll see that there's two spots here. And in those bags that Thermaltake has provided, there's two little double-sided tapes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Those guys right there. Hold it right in the frame if you could. Sure. Little baggie. Okay. Got the tapes. Out. So we're just going to stick those on. Easy peasy. Okay. You can start with that one. I'll do this one. Sure. Here we go, cat5.tv slash water. If you'd like to see the gear that we're installing today, you want to stick that on there? Yep. Just on the other side. Nice and easy. Hillary, how many times have you done this kind of thing before? Um, let me think. Uh, carry the one, compensate for wind speed. I would say zero times. This All is right. my first time ever. So we are taking our sweet time to be very clear and didactic as to what we're doing. So people like me who have... Like you we set, what do you want me to do? Can you put this under? We're going to put that under. Now, remember, it's got uh -oh. the tape on it. So the first time was your yep. trial run. Yep. So you now you've got to get it in the right up. spot. 
line up the holes. You might be lucky and not have to deal with such a small little chassis. Oh, um, in which I case, screwed up. Did you? Well, peel it off. <laughs> Just peel back. Start at one side, get two of them. I got the two in, the and two then it here. wasn't lined up. Okay. Sorry, okay. world. Got my two in here. Okay, perfect. More, oh, shoot, the dog. There we go. Good. Now just push it up enough that it's stuck. Did you get all four? Yes. I Wonderful. I have done it. Okay. Ta-da. All right. Now we're going back in. Put everything right back the way it was. We've got that mounting hardware on the bottom now, ready to receive the liquid cooling system. This can take a little bit of shimmying. Um, be very, again, gentle. Okay, there we are. We're all lined up, and we can start. Oh, we forgot to get that screw out. Huh? Uh oh, that lone screw that got da -da -da -da. stuck in. There we go. The got experienced it. sausage fingers of Ferguson. <laughs> There we oh, go. My I know how to grab at a screw that has fallen into a computer, that's for sure. Okay, so I've got all those holes on the motherboard lined back up. So now i got to put these in? Usually what I do is I just hold it like that. I don't like using, as you can see, I've got scotch tape yeah. holding my screwdriver together. It's because I avoid using magnetic screwdrivers when I'm working well, with magnetically sense. sensitive hardware. That really makes sense. Some people don't take that precaution. I, I wouldn't, to be honest, I never would have considered that. Well, I would have been like, oh, here we go, grab it. You're dealing it. with magnetically sensitive stuff, right? Yeah, so, that makes perfect sense. How hard is it to do that? Get in there. As I demonstrate how hard it can be. There we go. It's just a tiny little space, you know? Mm -hmm. All that stuff going on. Did I lose that underneath, though? That's what I'm curious. Not, af not afraid to back up. It's okay. Better safe than sorry, right? That is perfectly acceptable. <laughs> okay, we're good. I think you're good. Yep. There it is. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of live television. Well, here's the thing, and I, and I like you to see this kind of stuff, because I'm being very careful. This is a conductive piece of metal, right? Mm -hmm. And I have totally. seen it done where somebody has left a screw loose in a chassis. You hear it rumbling around when you shake it, but you can't quite see it. Mm -hmm. It comes in contact with some of these contacts on the motherboard. And suddenly, you wonder why it's blowing capacitors <laughs> and not working. Very problematic indeed. Yeah. So really, I think the, the toughest thing here to getting to the point where we can install the, the liquid cooling system really boils down to my chassis. It's not like a nice Thermaltake chassis where you can remove the back panel and not have to remove the motherboard. Check your chassis. You might be able to remove the other panel, in which case you wouldn't have to remove the motherboard to add the back, pan uh, back plate. Okay. There we go. I'm just going to quickly get these in, Hillary. Yeah, certainly. So then once you secure the motherboard once more... Mm -hmm. What will be our next step? Well, we're going to be securing in the liquid cooling water block. And the water block is, what's interesting on the 2.0 from Thermaltake, cat5.tv slash water to learn more. What's interesting about it is that the water block is, it's very slimline, but it actually contains 
the water pump directly in the block. So we're going to install that onto the CPU. We've Perfect. got the mounting hardware underneath. Yep. Okay. Yes, we do. All right. Just because of time, I'm going to put in this one here, get us nice and secure, and we're going to leave the rest until after the show. Good idea. Okay, just in case we've stirred up any dust, I'm going to go back at that. Just give it a quick little wipe. Once more, good plan. Okay. There we go. Okay, so mounting hardware, that's, uh, there we go. Ta-da! There it is. Okay, so what we need is we need the water block. Yes. You want to be careful with the fins. Let's put the water block in here just to get it out of the way. Did I miss a spot, Jot? Did we miss any washers or anything like that? Okay, we need some clips that we've got here. Okay. Plastic clips. I want to have these handy. We're going to need them pretty quickly. And I'll perhaps do the first, and then I'll let you kind of take over. Just sure. to... I'm just emptying this into my hand here. Okay. There we go. Okay. The water block, Hillary, has a, a nice little plastic protector on top. Ah. And that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. You don't sure. ever want to touch the copper and you don't want to touch no. the thermal compound, of course, either. Okay? But uh, we do need to remove this, so we need to trust ourselves. Do you trust me? Yes, I trust you. Okay. I don't trust me, but I trust you. All right. So what we need to do is we need to fit this over top of that without touching the, uh, the copper or anything oh, like that. Me. Like this, down yep. ways. Perfect. Okay. Now this one, the plastic one, goes in the opposite on. direction. Okay. Now they're going to snap together. There we go. Almost. The, what we're doing is we're converting this now to the AMD. Oops, okay. this one is not in. All right. I'll uh, give it a quick kind of one around here. underneath the other yeah each one has a clip piece and there you can go. yeah you can hear when it clicks and you know one more Beauty. there we go okay so that water block is nice and snug to that yep, now totally okay and now what we want to do keeping in mind that that has the um that that has the thermal compound we need to be very very careful we want to see how we put these in. So we'll bring up the manual here real quick. Do I have it? Uh, I believe so. Oh, good. Probably has it. It's probably underneath here. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. Oh, dear. I just knocked something on the ground. <laughs> there we, here go. we go. Okay, so what we want to observe, make sure for Jot that there are no washers that we need. We're installing for the AMD, so we've gotten this step. Okay. Yep. We've done. got that on the back of the motherboard. Yes. Okay. And oh. We didn't do a step hill. Uh uh. And that's my fault. Jot, you were supposed to remind us. Notice we were meant to put in these pins in the bottom. Ha! In the bottom facing upwards. And I I say this whenever this kind of thing happens that it's okay to mess up as long as you take your time and you can undo your little mistake which is, in this case, very, very easy to do. Okay. What I'm going to do, I'm going to set aside the water block. 
Where's the uh, plastic piece? Is that what you dropped? <laughs> yeah, I'm like picking it up with my foot. Here, here. There we go. Thanks, bud. Okay. So now what we didn't do, and so, you know, RTFM folks, all the time. There we go. RTFM? Yeah, read the freaking manual. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Well, now we know. Well... In normal cases, I'm pulling the motherboard right out of here. In this case, we couldn't because we're dealing with this little micro kind of case. Micro kind of, you know, squished in really, really tight. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yep. (laughs) Well, now we are teaching everyone how to do it right. Do it right the first (laughs) time. But that's okay. But what it's we'll do, folks, for those of you who are watching live, is we'll, we'll totally edit. So when it goes out on the internet, people won't even know. I'm so kidding. I'm so kidding. Oh, I was going to say, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you that's, ne- that's this never enough, really though, eh? happened. There it's we go. It's all an illusion of the mind. Total jokes. But okay. th- the thing is, is that as long as you are cautious it's not a big deal to make a little tiny mistake like that as long as you're not live on the air and you know you're <laughs> crunched for time so what we actually need to do next okay is get backing up right to there rewind we need this these little guys okay they're very Which, very tiny yeah they just simply have to go through the holes there all right i'll let you take care of that too many cooks in the kitchen too many mothers in is the motherboard there we go Okay, one. That's what we're going to actually be screwing into. You can see that that is actually a threaded little thing that's going into the bottom of that plastic component that we'd already installed. There we go. Okay, two more. Viewers will probably end up going a little bit over time. You okay with that, Hill? I'm okay. Yeah. I want to get this thing done. We're going to get this done. It's going to be awesome. And cooling stuff. There we go. Do you want to do the last one? Sure. Here you go. Just so you can see, you can tell folks how easy that is. So, petite. That's just a little thing. Reach, reach, reach. Fine. I had a little trouble with the first one, probably because I can't see. Now, you you got in there just fine. I I find if I put my fingers like there and then push up. Push it up properly. Ta-da. Did that help? Yeah, Done good. like dinner. Okay. Good. So that's the the one step, and that's why we bring up the manual that uh, we had overlooked the first time through. Here we go. I'm going to get that screw out that I lost, too. There it is. Okay. This is Category 5 Technology TV. We are live Tuesday, June the 19th. 2012, and just putting in this liquid cooling system into this little system here. All right. For the first time on my behalf. Yeah. So here we go. Neat thing about this system, though, is that it is, you know, for somebody who wants to get a nice, affordable liquid cooling system that's a nice upgrade to your system. It's going to give you much better uh, temperatures whether you're a gamer or just want to have the best performance out of your system, it's a good idea. But it is really quite easy to, to get installed. Okay, 
I'll let you do the sure. the Maybe last. Can... What we want to do is we're going to do all the screws that are right near the water block. So there, there, and there. Sure. And we'll take care of the other ones after the show. We can handle that. So the water block that we're installing, we're installing the Performance Edition. Retails for about $80. And uh, this device is actually, it's a fully integrated water block, uh, CPU water block, pump, uh, radiator, everything all built in. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thermaltake has really gone all out with this device. And uh, just the fact that it's all in one, nothing to it. Now... How long would one of these things last? Well, I'm going to think that it's going to likely last the life of your computer. Of course, the fact is, you know, motors can die, fans can die. If your pump, if your pump dies, that would be the one thing that I would be concerned with. Now, Thermaltake is known for their good quality pumps. Uh, the fans are very good uh, Thermaltake quiet fans. And uh, so it's, you know, you, I would think that you're going to get pretty good life out of this. Probably the only thing that I would expect to perhaps go is going to be the fans the the 120 millimeter fans that go onto the back of this mm. whether that will happen during the lifetime of your computer or not hard to say hard to know okay so next up let's take a look okay so we've done that yes installed on the back of the motherboard and we put in those crazy pins yes we've got okay now we need on that piece right there that we've uh, kind of skipped ahead and mounted onto the uh, the CPU water block. We just simply need to put in the, the screws and the plastic bits. Okay. So that looks like this. Oh, I see. Okay. There's two different types. They're going to kind of go like that. Oh, little clips. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try the first one, Hill. Yes, I'll get I you would to, like that. get you to hold this up for me. Certainly. Okay. See, we're going to make sure that we're going the right way here. So there's an indentation on the side where the screw is going to go. So that is this way. There we are. And you have a good hold on that. Eh? Yep. Great. Being very careful not to touch the thermal compound or uh, anything there. Yep, must be very careful. I would have probably installed these had I known a little before putting the uh, the water block on. Oh. Which I would have known had I looked at the <laughs> manual. We live and we learn here yeah, on the you know, show. We, yeah. we try things. It's fun. We're just giving it a whirl. So. Hello, puppy guy. Okay, so I'm getting the feeling here, Hill, that they don't actually kind of clip. They're tricky. I need to get the screw. Okay, you hold that there. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Unless I've got it upside down. Look yeah, how I think shiny I do. this wow. is. Oh, there we are. Okay. See. There we go. So we did that. Okay. See how that's clipped in? There. Now you know what we just did. Now we've got, uh, okay, we've got eight kind of screw-looking things. Let's take a look at each one, see if they're a little bit different. Okay, what do we have? I'm just okay, get yeah, I see. 
They are definitely different. So one of these is going to be for Intel. One of these is going to be for AMD. What you want to be sure of is, depending on which style of processor you're installing to, you want to make sure you install the right one. So I'm looking for part number J. Uh, looks right. Okay. All right. I trust you. Oh, to line drop stuff. <laughs> there we go. Wooey. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just test right here. Yep. See that that good goes idea. In nice. There we go. And that is definitely the right fit. Okay. Good. Okay. Victory. Okay. I'm going to just poke that through here. Okay. So you can see what's what. See how it goes. There we are. One downhill. Good. Okay. Three to go. So I think I got this figured. All right. Give it. These give bad it boys. You want to do one? Uh, You do one more and then I'll try. Okay. So I'm going to figure Oops. where it goes first. Okay. There we go. Next. We are. Here's the latest one right here. Clips so, folks, in. I would do this before we clipped on the uh, the ring for sure, because we're having to be so very careful with yeah not touching the thermal compound. I'd rather you not have to worry about that. Yeah, would have been better, to, but whatever. We're learning. Mm-hmm. We live and we learn and we share our secrets of knowledge with you. Well, and we learn right here. Live. WeLearnLive.com Is that really a website? I don't know. I hope it's not like a, something obscene, Hillary. Backslash. Okay, just forget everything I ever said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Ricky. Yeah, there we go. Okay. How's everybody doing in the chat room? They are loving it. They are just excited that we're still going. <laughs> they are. I'm serious. There we go. Okay. Do you want to try the last one? I feel like you should just do it. You I'm want me just to it do it? It makes me nervous. Okay. Whoops. It's Honestly, folks, it's not something to be nervous about. Oh, I'm just nervous. I, I kind of messed up a little bit here, and that's okay. Because I am. notice I've got a wonderful helper. Who's making sure I don't touch the thermal I know, I'm like wiggling around yeah. to make sure. There we go. Come on. And through. There we go. Sweet that. Okay. All right, beauty. Next step. Right down on my CPU. Uno mosh. We've been talking. Might have spit. There could be spit. There could be fluff. There could be... Anything. Any tat. of the above. All right. So, there's our water block. Beauty. Now, did we miss any steps? <laughs> you want to check? I'll, I'll Double check. Double check the en française. Okay. So okay. Deutschland. All right. Whatever. There we go. Here. We're in AMD. So, okay. We've got that done, which we kind of skipped ahead and we did this. Beauty. But it's done. So okay. Place now. the compose pump on the CPU and use hand to screw okay. until it's tight. User may use screwdriver. So, now we want to decide which side do you want the I don't know all the cables going these are know? these are where the water goes through right because they're going to go through to the radiator do you want it on the you know the 
I... That side or that side? I'm going to put it on that side sure. so it's a little easier to tuck away. If you could hold the radiator for me. Yes. What we want to be sure of here is we want to go straight down on the processor. You want to be careful that you, uh, you don't go down on an angle. Reason right. for that is because then you're going to get you're going to get bubbles and it's going to push the thermal paste all to one side. I'm going to hold the radiator. I'm going to let you do this. Are you sure you want such a vital sure step do. to be done by a novice if such you, as myself? If you can't feel confident about this, then how can the viewers? You're right. Okay, okay I'm going so to put it right down on top and start screwing in that corner and then the other opposite corner, opposing corners basically. Okay, so just with your fingers, these are finger screws, start with one, and then do the opposite corner. Okay, so I've done So don't that. tighten it right up yet. Okay, just kind of, yeah, you got it right. <gasps> That's okay. I so scared myself. Make sure you got one screwed in, though, before you start working on another one. Not oh, necessarily tight. I'm just trying. I just feel like I didn't line this up well. I'm trying not to let it touch. Use your other hand if you need to. Oh dear. So get one down there. Start I, screwing. I just don't know. It's like it's I feel like it's not reaching properly. Oh really? Okay, so let's take a look. Is something up with the way that we've perhaps mounted one of these backwards and it needs to be turned. And you can see here, these two here. I see what you're saying, Hal. Yeah not a problem to just turn those around. Hmm. See? Did I phase you? See, okay. Now I'm scared because I touched the thing. That's okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. We're not going to wipe off that thermal paste because... Let's go on the other side oh, of the cable. Oh, sorry. We're not going to wipe off that thermal paste because that thermal paste is clean, good thermal paste. There, is that fitting that's now? Okay. a little bit better. There we go. Okay. So make sure your screws are on the outside. You saw how that worked? On the outside. Okay. Uh, I was just mentioning about how I had to turn around two of them. Okay, so get one screwed in before you start going yeah. to the next. Okay, not tight because see what happens is the other side lifts up. So it's so a now little bit down and yeah. now I'll start with... Just kind of push it down. Don't be afraid of it. I am afraid of it. Well. I feel like I need assistance. That's all right. Okay. Let's see. I just feel like it's not going all the way down. Yeah, I see what you're saying, eh? Is it me, or did we whack the thing off kilter a little bit? Here, hold that up for me. You never know, eh, folks? You certainly never know. Okay, hold that up high for me. Sorry. No, that's all right. <laughs> okay. Live television, people. Live There's one. television. Yeah, I know. There's two. It is the pressure. Smitty Smith's like, Hillary's under pressure. I am. I've never done this before, and I don't want to break it. But. You need to be gentle, but you need to. Be firm. Yeah, you got to push down, and you got to tighten it up pretty good. That's all. Okay. See that? That's doing it. You just got to make sure the little clips were aligned, and that the screws are aligned. Yeah. So, that's working just great. Okay getting in there okay right on water block installed there we go so next up power for your pump it's going to come off your cpu where your cpu 
pardon me, the CPU fan would go in. And next step, of course, just follow your directions. And we're going to mount two fans onto your actual, uh, the radiator itself as well. Okay, so we're in hell. I mean, how, I, I, we didn't have a perfect time as far as getting it in, but I think it worked really well. It's clean. Yep. Overall experience, was it difficult or just kind of you want to be patient with it? You just want to do it right the first time. <laughs> so Is she point, uh, pointing her fingers at me? No, I'm just saying for those, like, don't rush these things because you don't want to mangle it or lose yeah. a screw or... Have a seat if you like. Get Dusty McDusterton everywhere. Dusty McDusterton. There you go. Hello. It, it looks really good. It looks really clean. I like the the way that everything is kind of compact and yeah, now this chassis. Nice, see, actually. this is what I was talking about. This particular chassis, there's really nowhere to put a 120 millimeter fan. So this is going to go actually on the. I'm going to have this on the chassis wall, and we're going to drill some holes to put this. Um, so and it should work just fine. But your system probably has a lot more room than this one. Yes. But well, works well. Cool. Looks good. We did it. We did Yay. it. Thank you everyone for your overtime. patience and understanding. Yeah. As it was. I'd like to reiterate, again, my first time. <laughs> Jot reminding us, don't forget to plug it back in your hard drive, which of course we'll do. <laughs> and uh, after the show, I'm going to just kind of finalize everything and just tighten things up and uh, and also mount the uh, the radiator, which is really quite easy to do. You can see the process. I think I would I would say that it's, you know, pretty easy. It, you yeah, can, you no, can do it at no, home. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you can. Make sure you ground yourself. That's important. But... The, the process itself is just really be, being patient. The steps are, you know, three or four steps. We did it in about 40 minutes or so. But we were talking explaining, and, talking yeah, it through. Forgetting to put the pins in so the bottom. We forgot a couple things. So what? Which is all good, <laughs> as long as you get it right. Make sure you plug all the power cables in before you fire up your computer. You notice that I plugged in the pump. First and foremost, once you put the fans on, make sure those fans are plugged in. It's got a nice Y adapter to give you two uh, mm. fan positions as well. Okay? Cool, cool. Very important because cool if you fire up your computer and the pump isn't turned on or the fans aren't, uh, aren't plugged in, then you can have an overheating issue. So as I said, the Thermaltake Water 2.0 fully self-contained. This actually has the liquid in it. I don't it's have to put in it in. Yeah, it's done. And it's going to cool this system very, very nicely. It's going to allow for more airflow because there's not as, uh, this great big honking fan as you saw what we pulled out of there. Yes, it's very Taking up tons and tons packed. of space. Yeah. Very good. I like it. Well, thanks, Hill. I appreciate you giving that a go because I, it's, you know, I, I, I threw it at you pretty much, but it's, it's good to experiment with this kind of thing. Yes. And even sure. on live TV, it's kind of fun because you never know what could happen. You just don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> Hope everybody enjoyed uh, the show tonight. And Hillary, nice to have you here. Thank Are you, you back next week? You don't know when you'll see you me don't next. You don't know. She might be here next. You never next know. Week. So have a great week, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks. See ya.